One other thing on the ablation process, but I think you might find it interesting because some of you listening may very well find at some point in your life you'll have to have a what's called a catheter ablation to help your uh, atrial fibrillation because that's a fairly common problem with people in get old in our society today. They basically stop and start your heart kind of like starting and stopping a car as they're trying to figure out where the short circuits are. So they start it up, they stop it. They start it up, they stop it <laughs> until they get the right stuff figured out. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So, okay. So that was my first ablation. And then I'd known from the research I'd done that uh, quite often they, you may require more than one ablation. And I was not any different. About a year, a little over a year after my first ablation and my heart was beating normally, it suddenly just quit beating correctly. And I had what's called a cardioversion, which they re restart your heart. It's a, done in the doctor's office area. And it's a quick procedure, it takes about 10, 15 minutes max. And that normally is just a uh, short-term solution. And so then about uh, a year and a half, two years after I had my first ablation, I had to have a second one. And fortunately, that was and Dr. Wang did the second one too. And that one had me a normal heart rhythm. And so far, it's been five and a half years. I, quote, graduated, unquote, from the cardiologist uh, care about six months ago, seven months ago, when I hit my five-year point, and they said uh, my heart was good to go. They, they, for the five years, I've been coming in and, and being checked, and everything's normal, and I'm still having normal heartbeat. All right. And if, say, somebody else in our family had similar issues or anything like that, what kind of advice or recommendations might you give somebody? Um, yeah, can you, one, one question one would have is, well, gee, can I, uh, can I avoid this? I'm sure there is some reason, but, uh, when I asked what caused mine, they said, well, you're white male over 50, and that seems to be the cause. <laughs> I think that obviously eating right and being healthy and stuff like that helps. I was and still continue to be very active because as I think I've mentioned, I like to ski <laughs> and I like to bike ride. But in the my typical routine for decades, and especially now that I'm retired, is during the April, say through October, November, I'm riding my bike uh, any around 20 to 25 miles a day. And then I'm also working out in the gym with weights three times a week, an upper and lower body weight, weights training operation or exercise. And then in the uh, wintertime, I'm skiing as well as being in the gym. I think that I think that my exercise and my workouts in the gym, which keeps my heart being pushed and pumped, I think that's really helped me. So my encouragement for each of you is to be as active physically as you can. Don't spend your life sitting in a chair, even if you have a job that requires you to sit in a chair. But get out, get in the gym three times a week <laughs> and work out with weights and then do other things that will push your heart. It's just an important part, I think, of a human being in today's society. And I know that that's helped my heart. All right. And where, where do you usually bike? Well, I we live here in Provo on Grandview Hill, and I ride my bike down 
off the hill over to the Provo River Trail. And then I ride it typically all the way up from the, along the river trail up into uh, Provo Canyon. I can, there's st- several turnaround points, but uh, I'll typically go up to uh, Bridalville Falls or to uh, Vivian Park area and then back. And it's the canyon is absolutely beautiful. I never get tired of that ride.